Hello and welcome to our very first episode of our brand new podcast and today I am delighted to be joined by the wonderful Katie, um, also known as Mama Says Blog. Um, Katie and I actually go way back. Um, we actually went to um, the same high school. Um, myself and Katie got married the sort of same age quite young had our first babies around about the same age as well and also we became single parents as well around about all about the same time so all together (laughs) yeah so we have so much in common um and I wanted to get Katie on because I just absolutely love everything that you stand for Katie and even just about you know building a community building all about women and body positivity and just everything that you stand for this blog is all about so you were the perfect person to have on first so thank you so much for joining so I just want to first of all let's get a little bit of background about who you are and let's go right back to the start and yeah what w- yeah let's go back to the start and think okay so when you first became a single parent to put a title on it how was your I don't want to say journey but how was your time at that point how were you feeling how did you find it um how did you transition into that role yeah it's quite daunting um so similar to you Rudy was only my eldest was only what two and a half going on three at the time um so it's difficult because I think in any normal breakup you you wallow and you focus on yourself and you have this horrible time and then it turns around again but when you've got kids and you throw that into the mix it's just a whole other situation and you have to prioritize them and for me because Rudy was still so little Andy and I actually we were it was quite good we, we did really well for, for, for a good chunk actually <laughs> yeah. at the start like things went quite smoothly and it was all a few days here and a few days there and we, we managed things quite nicely um but at the same time you know you still have that that element of mourning for your relationship yeah while still trying to keep going and protect protect the kids or protect the little one in my instance it was only one at the time um <laughs> But yeah, but then I think, I think after a little while, you sort of start to see these little flickers of who you used to be and yeah. who you can be on your own. And when you see those, that's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. And and you just hold on to them. And that that's what certainly got me through when things were a little bit harder. Yeah, no, definitely. And is this one reason why you maybe have started your blog like to to surround yourself with a community and to build each other up and what was your thoughts behind starting your blog yeah absolutely so part of it was that part of it was also I started it when I was having Harrison my second so it's been four years now oh my god my baby heard four the other day <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah when I had really I was obviously it was down down kind of out the way. I wasn't I didn't live that near the rest of my family. Um I had yes, yeah, some some pockets of friends in the area we lived in, but not not many and I felt a little bit isolated at times. And because we were quite young as well, having the kids, yeah. Most of my other friends didn't have any children. 
So when I had Harrison, I was like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna find my people. I'm gonna do this, and by putting myself out there, that's how I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and it, it's panned out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like finding your tribe, isn't it? Yeah, totally. and you do. Asked me four years ago when I started it if I thought my best friends, the people that I go to with everything, were people that I met on the internet. I'd probably yeah. laughed, and they they are like that's that's my people now. Although in real life as well as online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it is incredible. Like, um, obviously you've got your blog. I started um a separate business, but it's very much similar in that you're 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 networking. You're you're reaching out to people on a daily basis, and you know some of. Th- the friends that I have now, some of the most supportive people I have in my life, I actually haven't met yet, obviously because of COVID and everything, but it's the community. And and I think that was something that I really lacked at first when I became a single parent. And for me, it was a little bit of embarrassment because there was that whole title of, okay, you're a single mom, like you're going to struggle now. Like, you you know, not that you don't have a, a hope, in hell in the future but I mean this is tough you're gonna struggle like it's everything that I think society places on us and we believe that it goes on in our head and and I struggled for a while and I remember you know I would hear that somebody had then found out and I'd be like what why like why did you tell them nobody needs to know and now I'm just like embracing all that like did did you reach that point as well yeah, a little bit. And again, because it was, um, for me, what I found it almost hardest was as it filtered out through family. Like, because yeah. originally, you know, when it all first kicked off, like I told my parents and his parents and my sister. And then as it sort of trickled down, and, and it was it was always a lovely message. It was always like an aunt or an uncle or a family friend just being like checking in that you're okay. But it was almost like another reminder to me. And I'd just be like, oh, shit. Yeah. And you feel, you feel a little bit. You do feel like a little bit of a failure. Like you, you're set up your whole life being told. You know, your your goal as a person is to meet your person, get married, have children, have a house, build this life. And when any element of that falls out of place, whether that is you know marriage and becoming a single parent or any other element, you automatically feel like, ah, oh, totally ruined it. What have I done? Yeah, and I think as well, like as women, as females, like. I don't know if we put this on ourselves or if there is that pressure, but I feel that sometimes we have, we put more pressure on ourselves maybe of having to have everything together. Like we have to be looking, you know, shown to be working or to be contributing to the household in some point. We have to be all, we have to be a mother or, you know, we have to be shown to be striving forward we have to take control of the house we have to do the washing we have to do the cooking we have to be the house cleaner we have to to do everything in the household and that sometimes is a lot of pressure to place on ourselves yeah yeah I've seen a couple of things recently actually because I was doing a bit of research for for a post that I'm actually writing but it was all about you know you you have to work like you don't have children but also parent like you don't have a job yes and like I think is when we, we we do have a certain pressure to be seen to want it all and to, to get it all. I don't really have the time to have it all, thanks. <laughs> I'll just have some of it and like what I've got. I'm I'm good with that now. <laughs> yeah. 
So, like, fast forward, um, Katie, um, so now you're back at college. You, as you said, you have your second baby, you are fiancé. Um, yeah, you are super busy. Um, how did you also find that transition? So, like, welcoming somebody else into the family, was that quite a difficult one? Or how did you find it? it? it daunting, a little bit scary. Yeah. Um, from all elements... Obviously, mainly from Rudy's side, I of course. didn't introduce them for a really long time until I knew that this was somebody that I wanted to have in my life on a permanent, regular basis. I didn't yeah. want to just be like, hey, look, here's this, here's this person. Nope. I, you nope. know, that, that wasn't going to be fair on anyone. Um, and yeah, it was quite scary. And again, for me, so Colin, my fiancé, he, he came from no children, no marital background, just nice single guy had a nice straightforward lifestyle and there I bowl up kid into a whole <laughs> bunch of baggage with me um and that that was a little bit probably intimidating for him as well as me yeah yeah <laughs> but it is it's hard isn't it like dating as a single mum again not wanting to put that label on it but you are like you do have a responsibility first and foremost before before anything else I know I've spoken to a few people about it as well because I've, I've had other friends who have become single you know in the time since yeah. that I've gone through that and settled and you know I'm quite open about chatting about it but they're like what what do you do do you go straight in and introduce yourself straight away and be like hi so this is me I've got a kid by the way <laughs> or do you wait a little bit and then t- it's a really awkward one yeah like for me like I, I knew Colin I worked with him so you know he knew I was a, a package gig from from yeah. day dot from we friends so that was helpful but I I don't think I could have gone out and done the full no Tinder date <laughs> no. I remember <laughs> I remember having a conversation with one of my best friends Esther who you obviously know and um I remember obviously we were both happily married <laughs> We were standing in work and we're going, oh gosh, could you imagine if you were like 30, you became single, right? And you had to go back out on the dating scene or you had to go, I mean, oh my gosh, you had to go like clubbing at 30? No chance. And it's like, hi, I'm 34, Kirsty, I'm single parent. <laughs> but you get it, right? Totally. Um, yeah, it's... But again, I think then when you do, when you get that moment where you realise, oh wait, this person gets it and they want to yeah. be part of it, that's really, like, that for me was lovely and, you know, I don't know wherever, you know, anyone else listening, where where they're at and their, their stage in the whole dating game and getting back into it, but it is worthwhile persevering with, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm super contented now and I always <laughs> said there and I was like, no, no, we're not going back down that route and... Then Colin proposed in February and we've got a wedding planned. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> and um, when you were going through the period of, you know, becoming a single single mom and then your journey till now, like for me, obviously, a lot of people will be will come to know that personal development is a huge thing for me. So. I really do plug into a lot of audios. Um, I do read a lot of books. It is something that I never thought I would do. You know, books, who needs that? Who needs, who needs to feed their mind? I'm fine. You know, that ego completely took over, like, but actually there's so much knowledge and mindset training, I suppose, as well out there. Like, 
are you do you do any personal development or what what did you use to sort of change your mind and lift your spirits and or what do you do on a day-to-day basis yeah so I think probably similar to you at the start I was very much like I'm doing this all on my own steam and it was quite it was ego driven and situation driven as well you know you, you felt like you had something to prove um and then as things have kind of developed and progressed and settled in life and it's not quite so drama filled anymore <laughs> yeah I, I I just for so long I think I was just so driven by the things that needed to be done rather yeah. than things that I wanted to do and then when I got the blog and I found that kind of creative side of myself again that that for me was was my shifted mindset and you know I've done things like I learned to use the ca- like I got a camera I learned to use camera and get into photography I've always been like I'm a big reader but a big fiction reader so I have kind of branched off and done a little bit I am not I'm not fully there in the old mindset thing but I think my my mindset thing is learning new skills and that's always been I've always been interested in doing new things so yes we did the photography we've learned to faff about with websites and (laughs) last year we lost my papa and um there was some inheritance money there and I dropped out of uni after a year and my mum always I always joked about it, like I'd love if you'd go back like you know you drop out and I guess I just thought yeah let's let's just do it so that's been my investment in myself is I've, I've gone back to college this year I'm doing my HND with the hope to go on then and get my degree from uni after that so uh-huh. You've got amazing plans. I think I think sometimes we can also like again going back to the whole sort of pressure we put in ourselves. We sometimes thought, I know obviously we're sort of similar ages, but you know I could easily think to myself, well, I'm I'm thirty four now. You know, oh, like I can't start anything new. Like my life's nearly over, and if I don't, you know. But then you think to yourself, well, actually, if I don't do it, the time is going to pass anyway we might as well get to that point and have achieved something and I think sometimes when people do find themselves at a low point in their lives it's easy to forget that like it's easy to forget like you know when I first separated from from my husband it was very much like oh my god this is the worst thing that's ever happened in my life and of course it was but now I can look back and go that was one of the best things to come out of my journey it was such a pivotal moment in my life and obviously in my children's and we are so blessed that that has happened to us now but it's obviously easy to look back on that but I just wanted to sort of you know as well say to people that if if you're finding yourself in this situation like please do not think that you can't move forward whatever age you are whatever situation you're in is that something that you find as well Katie? Oh 100% 100% and like I say I went into this and after after my friends all cheered me up and again my community, my little yeah. group and everyone was like, Do it, do it, you can do this and I did it and I went in and I sat on my induction call and it was a Zoom call and I'm sat there going, I am the oldest person on this phone call <laughs> other than the juror. I wasn't. Turns out there's another few and I've got a little group now on my course that are all kind of similar ish ages and it's great. But also even the younger ones, like there's people in the course that are like 21 that I can sit and chat away to the same way. Yes. So it's really the cheesiest line, but like really the whole age thing is not a number. If there's something that you 
want to achieve, just like just crack on, just do it because you'll never have the opportunity again. No. Nope. Or if you do, you've you've wasted time getting there. Like I'm, yeah, typical Sagittarius. I'm a <laughs> go for it, do it, kind of gal. <laughs> and um, Katie, if you didn't know, her her blog is one of the top mum bloggers in Scotland. There was a lovely little article about her the other day. I was so proud because I just love to see people doing so well, especially obviously somebody that you know. It's you know you have that um connection with. But do you feel like you have such a connection with all your followers now? Like, do people reach out to you and say like, thank you so much for doing this? And obviously your wee community that you have built how do you find sort of interacting with them I love it so on a couple of different levels so I obviously have actual like ride or die best friends that I've made out of being on Instagram and having my my vlog and my community and that's just the most special bond and friendship and I absolutely adore them all to death um but then wider than that yeah I've got people from all walks of life and all areas lots of them Glasgow or Scotland based which is nice Um, and I've had opportunity to meet people um but yeah when you get a message like there's someone now that I still I still have and she's a couple of years further on from when we first spoke and I remember her messaging me and being like I'm due my first baby like I'm so nervous but I've been following your page and you know I'm really looking forward to being a mum now because like I've, I've seen and it was just the loveliest most heartwarming message and I remember going through to Colin and being like Colin this has made me cry this girl and now she's got her second little baby and it's so nice I'm so like and you do I feel proud to see yeah. how her life progressed yeah. even though I don't well, this person, yeah, so yes, that's quite special. Absolutely, and I think sometimes we can, you know, start whatever it is, and maybe it's like to help us, but actually, the best thing about it is just helping others. Yeah. I think that's something the the biggest shift I have seen in starting sort of my business and just talking to people in general, like not having an agenda, like genuinely wanting yeah. to help people. I think that is one of the best things to come out yeah it, yeah and I like you say that and just that feeling of connection and I think right now with the lockdowns and pandemic and everything we've been through this year it has been a lifeline like in some ways I I sort of pulled back a little bit and I didn't focus on the rules of Instagram you know I wasn't posting every day and I didn't yeah. feel like I had to fit in a certain mode and that's been really good for me mentally to learn to let go a little bit but at the same time I was still on there and I was chatting to people and messaging and liking other people's content because it was a lifeline. It was like, there's still a real world out there. Absolutely. Especially for single mums when, you know, the earlier days, maybe, you know, if people don't have a lot of help or a lot of support, if you're stuck at home with a small child a lot, like that's, that's hard. And having people whether that be you know at the end of your phone your computer whatever it's just a nice thing to have yeah and there's it's becoming more normal just to reach out to people because sometimes if you'd maybe got a message from like a stranger you'd be like hey like why are you messaging me (laughs) but now it's like people take the time to sit and chat to others and just to make sure they're okay and so again if you're feeling that way you know reach out to myself or katie because we will just we've been there like 
we have had the the tough down times, but it is building that sense of community that has lifted us back up. So, so yeah. So I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, yeah slide it. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much to Katie for taking the time out of your day to record this with me. I know it'll help so many people, and um, I will also put it's Mama Says Blog on Instagram is Katie's um handle, and please visit Katie for everything to do with life and motherhood and body empowerment and I just absolutely love what you're building Katie thank you so much yeah I look forward to chatting and seeing more of where your podcast goes I loved listening to the first one so can't wait to hear everyone else that you get on here oh thank you and thank you so much everybody for listening and I'll see you soon bye